Hello, one and all. Welcome to Dark Insight, episode 105. Which I think is a lie. I think it's actually more than that, but we're at number 105 on numbers. I think it's about 108, <laughs> actually. But uh, I'm Cliff Goldsmith. I am back this week for ooh, the second podcast on a trot after the Sekiro one for a long time. Uh, having more time to be back on the show, which is great. I am joined this week by Mr. Vader Van Odin. How, how are you doing, Charles? Dead as me. I am good. Good, good. And we are also joined by our other good host, Mr. Matt. How are you doing, good Hello. sir? Hello. Hello. I'm, I'm great. Good host in there, Claire. <laughs> oh, come on, man. Look, we just had this conversation just before we started <laughs> on air. Everyone's forcing me to host. I hate hosting because <laughs> I just, I, I garble nonsense and I'm a terrible host. And now, now I'm having fun made of me and I don't like it. No, no, I'm, I'm trying to sort of prep you i'm trying to pump you up really i'm not being sarcastic i'm trying to encourage you i'm gonna it's like a internet high five <laughs> internet high five. Hype man. <laughs> yeah. you go cliff come on you got the show you got the show number right that's a good start come on you can do this oh dear well you're not the host we deserve you're the host we need ah, well <laughs> yes i i used i used yes. to be better i used to be better at this game but i'm not on the show as often as i want uh, see look as often as i like so i'm not as um clean talkative as, as i am as i used to be see look this is this is you, you've got me under <laughs> pressure got you've got me verbally <laughs> or is it just see? the beer <laughs> no <laughs> i've literally had like three sips of my beer that, that i'd be very worried if done. i was um, done <laughs> three sips of beer it'd be a cheap <laughs> night mind <laughs> uh no uh but in all fairness vader you always say you're a rubbish host but you are a pretty good host my friend so you do what a very looks... good job of it whoop whoop you do do a lot of it now though to be fair though you tend to always end up being our host now didn't you so. <laughs> yeah i just so, like sitting and watching and sitting for the ride sitting down for the ride uh dear so as usual there's no new there's no news there's no weather anymore because that got abandoned because yeah i don't know why did we abandon the weather in the end actually was it because of brexit I don't know, possibly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't allowed anymore. Part of the agreement. Part of the agreement. No more weather talk. So uh, we now, we, we switched that. Oh, no, it was, I think it might have been a Cassandra mandate because it's, uh, we have Cassandra's news corner. I think it was a Cassandra mandate that we, we got. It was. Yeah. <laughs> but a question about that. What is, what is the UK going to do with time zones? Because Europe's now ditching daylight saving. Oh, are they? I didn't know that. That's what I heard. No, I think we're still keeping um, the daylight savings. <clears throat> yeah, daylight sa- savings and cups of tea. Cups of tea. I'll yeah, get us through. Don't yeah. worry. We got it on lockdown. <laughs> That's if we ever leave the European Union because our country's useless. But well, yeah, PSA will be out by then. 
Yeah. It's fine by me because I, I didn't want to leave anyway. So, but that's just that's neither here nor there. But no politics, go away. Shoo, I was going to say we've shoo, turned it into shoo. a politics show. This is Cassandra's news corner. Yeah. So, um, PS Five kind of announced, sort of ish, kinda mm. ish, sort of. Yeah. Well, yeah. This is interesting. Like in the past, Sony have gone like. Like the PS4, like specs leak, and mm. so they like deny everything until yeah. they have their big fancy show. And this year, they're like, yeah, we'll just have a sit down and talk about it. I think like, there was, so- I, I think there was a reason behind that. I think that comes down to Mark Cerny and the way everyone kind of reacted to his tech talk on the PS4. Everyone kind of was like, "What is this boring nonsense?" So I think they're got getting out ahead of it now. So when they do announce it, they can just go, look at the shiny box. <laughs> Literally. But, yeah. You're right. Um, and I like the little face wobble at the end of that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but I, I think it also shows some kind of maturity. Though they mm. don't have to worry about the glitz and glamour. They can just go and they have confidence in the, what they're presenting and what they're bringing mm, yeah. to the table. They're just like, this is it. And yeah. I, yeah, I kind of like that. Uh, yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. It's a bit of a come at me, bro, to uh, Microsoft, isn't it? Really, it's sort of laying it down on the table, isn't it? Like, show us what you got. Which, to be fair, is a, probably a good thing because obviously, you know, let's be honest, PS4 has obviously really dominated this generation, and it swings backwards and forwards pretty much every time, doesn't it? So mm-hmm. it, it'll be, you know, I and I think on other places have sort of said it'll be interesting what Xbox do. In this case, I think, uh, yeah. you know, like how they react, that's the more interesting one of the two, I think, because like, it's a bit of an unknown. Yeah, it's definitely mm-hmm. given um, Xbox um, something to work with. Like when Xbox obviously came out first, PS4 was like, right, we can do this, we can do that, and we can change this and that and add bits to it and they can one-up them. I honestly, in this day and age, I honestly don't think it matters what that box is anymore. I honestly don't. People make a mm-hmm. big song and dance about it, and I love tech. I like the power behind it and stuff. But it, this generation has clearly shown that it's all about what games you have on that system yeah. as to who's going to sell what. Because I think Xbox would have been ahead. If they would have had the library, they would have, they would have been all right. I mean, they had a real fumble at the start with, obviously, the media, media, TV, TV, media, media, football, football when the Xbox one was first announced and everyone was just like, what the hell is this? But they've really struggled to keep up with the sort of library that PlayStation have been putting out. I mean, PlayStation have only really had technically their first fumble with days gone. And you can't really even say it's a fumble. It's still getting like 70, 75. That's still a high Hmm. score. And that's classed as a fumble. Do you know what I mean? So it just goes to show how high their, how well their catalog's been doing. And, games the the quality of games is definitely what will sell a system not what's inside it i mean look at the wii when that came out that thing was garbage but it had great <laughs> games and mm. it was fun and it just destroyed everyone it sold so many units because it had the games to play it just had a great library so uh, people make a big song and dance about it, but i honestly don't think the specs matter especially when they're talking 
Oi, Luis, AK ready. Oh, go away, mate. Come on. <laughs> Seriously, what? Yeah. Like, I'm going to go and spend the hunt. What kind of frame rate do you think you're going to get on, like, if it was to put out true AK, <laughs> like about 10 frames? Come on. It, it'll be, if it does 8K, it'll be at, like, low for, like, 30 to 25 FPS, maybe. And it won't be true for 8K anyway. It'll be, like, uh, upscaled. upscaled. Absolutely. There's no way that thing will be doing 8K with 30 frames it won't happen pcs that cost two grand can can't even do that do you know what i mean so hmm, yeah. and i know obviously it's specialist and they can squeeze a lot more out of their stuff but these the machines we've just got can't even do 4k 30 in some of their games true 4k 30 so i can't i there was i, I honestly think there was no need to mention 4k uh, 8k i don't Obviously, it can. It's capable of doing it, but I don't think any developers will push for that. I think a lot. If it's got the power behind it, they're saying. I think a lot of people try and push for four K sixty if they can even yeah. do that. You know, and and that's a, that's a good point, really, because I think to me anyway, most gamers really crave three things, which is it works, mm-hmm. the fact that you've got a really decent resolution, because that's pro- you know to me that's more important really than uh, sorry, not resolution. Uh, Frames per second, yeah. sorry. The way it runs mm-hmm. is more important than the resolution. Absolutely. And then yeah. thirdly, it, like you said, it's solid exclusives, and that's that's the key to it. I mean, that's why the PS4 has dominated this generation, because, like you said, the exclusives have been great. You know, some games obviously don't always run at, you know, 60. Some do, and obviously it shows. And then, like I said, it just generally has just been a solid overall, a really solid sort of system. And, it, you know, I mean, the thing is, it may swing back. Like I said, it may yeah. be, you know, as confident as Sony are, which, let's be honest, they, they do get, have a habit of getting a bit confident mm-hmm. and a bit cocky. But then, so did Microsoft, really, yeah. after the Xbox 360. So, you know, this will be an interesting one, because how many generations are we going to see this where, like I said, it's swinging <laughs> one way or the other? Um, and it, it, it's, an, it's frustrating. It's good in one sense, because obviously that's how competition works, but it's it's annoying for us when you're like, mm, which side do I want to commit on? Because, you know, I, I got the Xbox One as my first console this generation because of how good the 360 was. Mm. And then I'd, I haven't touched it for months because there's yeah. no point. I've got nothing to, that I want to play on it. And so I've just completely converted to PlayStation. Now I'm thinking, right, well, what do I want to do now? Do I then carry that on that trend of getting a PS5? But what happens if the Xbox whatever... That's its new code name, by the way. Xbox, Xbox One ever. Yeah. <laughs> one ever. Uh, and, uh, you know, like, what What do you do? Do you go for that one or not? And it, like I said, it is ultimately down to what they can do. You know, are you what get, you know, what's resolution? Oh, resolutions, what frame for a second you're getting out of it? Mm. Um, and, like I said, the exclusives. I mean, it'll be down to, like, it'll be down to, like, the Halos and things like that from the Xbox side anyway. Yeah. Well, that, that's the problem, right? Um, I find it a little worrying what Xbox are leaning towards doing. They they are going towards <clears throat> supporting the idea that console boxes will be gone um, with their subscriptions that they're pushing towards. Hmm. Um, so there may not be a next Xbox as we as we know them as a console, which I think is a bit sad because I like my consoles. Hmm. I honestly do think they'll still have those consoles. I like with the subscription services, I still think you're going to need those machines to play the games. I do like what they're doing with Games Pass. I think it's really consumer-friendly with, like, their first-party games coming out. 
there and then. So if you can't afford 50 quid, if you've got a fiver to lay down for a month, you've got that game for a month, you know? And I think it's really good, and I do, but I think it's really consumer-friendly, Games Pass. It's real good value for money. And mm. If they had games I wanted to play. <laughs> this <laughs> yeah, is my, this is my come, point, yeah. yeah. If, they, yeah. if they, they can come out with... If they go, right, Halo Infinite is going to be on Games Pass, the next, we've got this, this, and that, it's going to be on Games Pass, that's a real big thing. And that's a real big selling point for Games Pass, if they can come... Because they might not bother with the tech this time around. They might just try and concentrate on their library, and that might be what they've had their head into, trying to get a good library of games. Because we don't know what Microsoft is going to come with, and hopefully, because they've been on the back foot, they've learned their lessons. And as you said, Matt, it's like a flip-flop. Whoever's on top seems to get cocky and they always let it slip. It did with Microsoft, mm. PlayStation took over. Yep. It's back and forth, back and forth all the time. So I'm, I, I, I can probably see Microsoft coming out and going, look at all these bloody games we've got. Mm. And they've got mm-hmm. tons, you know, because they had the most powerful machine this generation with the Xbox One X, but it's not really made much difference. Cause no, because it's got nothing to, no one wants to play anything on it. It's not <laughs> got those exclusives. It's... It hasn't got no. those kind of big hitters that PlayStation have had. But can PlayStation hold that, keep that going? Because I would say it's hard to keep that kind of level of quality going consistently. It's hard. It is hard. Yeah, exactly. And I think, and I think that's why it'll be, it's up to Sony to not let it slip in their eyes because they can, like I said, as much as you, you know, you, you, you can see them potentially being cocky at this point and anyone that's really into their PlayStation think, well, how how are they going to fall from this? Look, they just carry on. It, it, like you said, because it, it flip flops, it can happen to any of them, and so there's no. I'm not saying it would happen with PS5, but there's no reason they they're not exempt from having this issue that that these other consoles have had over the previous ones. You know, like you said, Cliff, that Xbox and or Microsoft could come out and just go, look, look at this boatload of great titles. The key thing from Xbox's point of view is they need to actually deliver them because the problem is over the last few years, as we've seen, when yeah. they're like when they've gone on to you know, E3 and all the other expos and they're basically saying, oh, look what we've got coming. And then they, they just flop. They're just like wet farts, <laughs> basically, where they just come along. And, you know, like we saw with Sea of Thieves, that didn't really do much. Uh, Crackdown 3, mm-hmm. that came out and no one even knew it came out, which is never, never a good sign. Yeah. Um, Cuphead obviously was good in its own way, but was extremely hard for too many people, really. So that was sort of... <laughs> You know, it, it, you know, you need your halos, you need your gears, and I know they're coming because obviously we, we've seen them. But let's be honest, they're not going to be this generation. And okay, they could come out at the start of the next generation, get off to a really solid start. But I think it's up to Microsoft to actually start doing some new IPs. I think that's, that's the key. The, that's yeah, the real. Yeah. They, they can't rely just on those those main first two plus yeah. the other ones like your crackdowns and things like that. Well, that's the thing they relied on. Um... Halo and Gears of War, but they both weren't that well received. Halo Five was, yeah, it's because, it's because they, they they stepped too far away from what Halo was. It mm-hmm. wasn't playing that game was not what I remember Halo being, you know. And and people want to play as Master Chief. That and that's one thing they came out and said. Right, this campaign is all Master Chief. Right, you've learned mm. your lesson. That's a big step in the right direction. Let's see if we can keep that going and do wonderful campaigns, you know? So it's, it's, it's only but, time will tell, I think. Uh, yeah. If you look at the Sony's exclusives, mm. um, they've all been different. Yes. 
Like you've mm-hmm. got God of War. Yes, it's an old IP, but it's completely reinvented. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got Spider Man. Um, again, it's been done before, but it was done. It was done very well, it's and it was a new yeah. gameplay that you haven't had before. Um, even with Bloodborne, like it was just so different yeah. than anything. Even though it was like Dark Souls, it was still very different. Whereas all these IPs, exclusives on on Xbox side, they just it's the game. It's a game we've played before. Like I played Gears of War. Mm. Is it four that came out this generation? I think so. Yeah, yeah. or five. Yeah, I played it with a friend who was staying um, with us for a week before he we went back over to the states, and he. And it was just like playing the first one or second one I played years ago, but slightly shinier. Um, we need it, it. We need new things. I mm. think is what we 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 claim to love Lister. And we do as, as gamers and people who like video games, but in reality, we want new and shiny. Like, this is basically yeah. what I'm getting at. Yeah. Uh, and that comes with consoles and also uh, IP and games and gameplay. Yeah. But they can um, do, they, they can absolutely do, as you say, new and shiny with the nostalgia in it. Like, God of War, for example, you had the nostalgia of Kratos yes. and the mythos behind it, but it was new mythos, new gameplay, and they reinvented that wheel. And it was so well received and so well done. And it was good to see these developers who were making this game in a specific way for so long, just try in a different wheelhouse and succeeding so well for like the Killzone guys as well. When they stepped away from that and made horizon zero dawn completely yes. different to what they'd made before and <laughs> absolutely smashed it. And that is, I think, as you say, that's key is just these guys just taking risks and trying some new stuff and i think that's why days gone has not done so well because it's yes they they've tried but it's a very generic formula of a game if you know what i mean it's kind of it's been a lot of it's been done before so i think that's why a lot of people have been sort of down on it because they was expecting something sort of new and different but it was just a kind of generic zombie open world thing but that's not to say it's done bad because to say it's like it's in your 70s it's scoring in your 70s and a lot of people are really enjoying it so but to have a game that's scoring in its 70s to be one of your lower performing games is just a it's a it's a a testament of how well they're doing games wise and yeah and it's a good point yeah Um, I guess should we mention something the the thing I'm excited about um, in the PS5 mm. is um, the solid state hard drive and the load yeah. speeds. Mm. It's pretty exciting. They did it a is. test with the interviewer. Um, was was it Spider Man? The yeah. fast travel across the New York, and on the PS4 it's 15 seconds, which to be fair is not terrible. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> no, no, like we've had worse. Let's be honest. But then with the the PS5 demo build whatever where it's at now and it may change it was was it 0.8 seconds or something so yeah it's oh, wow. pretty much instantaneous <laughs> wasn't it it was just yeah but talk, talking of load speeds one of our hosts 19 is, times faster one of our hosts was uh <laughs> he's had had trouble loading but he's loaded in now we have uh mr brian wade how you doing good sir hey guys how's it going hey hey Still on the, the old. Uh, <laughs> just, uh, I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> the spectrum tape of dark insight. <laughs> cool. 
Yeah, we 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 was pretty much just uh, garbling about uh, the PS5 sort of uh, stuff that's been uh, said about the new, yeah, the new PS5. Really, we was just on to uh, talking about obviously the load speeds from the uh, demo build, and you were saying Vader, wasn't you, about um. It, it's interesting. He's like, for example, as you're saying, like if you're playing, if you was playing Sekiro, the amount I die, the load screens are fairly quick. Okay, so we're looking at fairly quick. But if they were like 0.8 second every time I die, that is, you're getting back into it. Bum bum bum. That would be fantastic. Like you wouldn't have to wait around, and it, it wouldn't give me time to throw stuff around. You know, I exactly. just have to carry on playing straight away. I wouldn't have time to lob my control or break it. You know what I mean? <laughs> No, it's good that they're getting with the times, though. You know, like I said, the, it's these are the things that people, you know, would want. You know, this is like I said, this is what you see in most PCs now, and you know they are embracing it. Like this should, you know, it like you know sometimes when you're talking about stuff that's coming, you're thinking this is what it should have, and you reel off a few things, and and these things don't actually materialize because of cost and whatever. It, this is a good thing. This is like, to me, this is, is the bare minimum they should be now. You know, we solid state hard drives have been around for years. So like I said, this should be a standard thing in a console now. And mm. at least to be fair, you know, I mean, we'll see what Xbox do, but at least, you know, Sony have gone, right. Yeah. It's got one in there and it's damn quick. Yeah. And it's a specially built one. So it's faster than the ones that are on the market is what mm. you're saying. Yeah. So, what, so what, what are your views, uh, Brian, on the, things that were said about the new PS5, does any of it tickle your fancy or is it just technical nonsense that you don't really care about? It's another box that I'll end up buying at some point. I'm yeah. not too concerned about it until mm-hmm. they show me the video games that are going to be on it. Yeah, exactly. That's basically what we've been that's talking about. Pre- pre- yeah, that's <laughs> pre- pretty much exactly <laughs> what we said. It's it's kind of like, okay, it's fair enough. It can do this stuff, but show us what games you've got. That's, that's what's going to sell those systems. Yeah, a, a like, friend of mine... If they come out and they're like, "Hey, by the way, you can play every PlayStation game from PlayStation One to PlayStation Five on this thing," like that is that is a thing that will sell me quickly. Yeah, they have said not having to have other boxes out would be real nice. They have said PS4s straight away, Mm. disc and backwards compatible, which is yeah, that's that's big deal. Very big for me. That's probably because, like, to be honest, I'm happy with the quality of games I'm getting with the PS4. Like, Mm. (laughs) like phenomenal. Like, I don't yeah. necessarily need an upgrade in my graphics or anything else. I mean, better so frame rate. Well, yeah, fair enough in some games. Um, but and, I'm not. And real 4K, get rid of this checkerboarded nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was saying earlier on, Brian, about when he, when he said about 8K, and I was like, honestly, what? We're going to get like 8K at like, what, five frames a second? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even worth it. I mean, really? Cry. Um, yeah. It does say that it's, it's 8K TV support, so I think it is just going to be for streaming video more yeah. than... I haven't got games. 100 grand for a fucking 8K TV. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I literally just bought my 4K TV exactly, like a couple yeah, exactly. months ago. So. Yeah. Same here. <laughs> yeah, it's a long way off. Uh, but the, yeah, I've got a friend who's a, um, a games developer. Um, he's working on his own game, and he's... He said before this announcement, oh, we're having a chat about it, and he said he just wants them to to say it has ray tracing, which it does in the building. Mm-hmm. What is um, that? I which saw one's, that. Well, I don't well, know what that is. Talking about ray tracing, I'm very surprised that that's going to be in this because only the newest graphics cards support it, and it's it it's, it's a real intensive thing on cards as well. Like it's really intensive on graphics cards. So I'm I'm 
I'm still a bit dubious of how well it's going to support ray tracing. Well, from what I understand, pre-rendered cutscenes and stuff probably. Mm, Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe it isn't in the actual video games, but um, AMD uh, doing custom builds for them. That's all I know. Yeah, Um, and yeah, the uh, to your question, Matt. I don't. I'm not a tech guy. I don't know too much about it. But basically, it simulates what light does in the real world, rather than developers having to sit there and code it in or like put light uh, in at sources. Okay. In. It yep. does it naturally, and so it, it, it actually saves a lot of time in development because and, yeah. someone's not having to go specify where light is. You just yeah. light happens. And you also, of, yeah, you know. get a lot of like true reflections. So, say if you have marble floor. And you had, say, certain lights around the outside and the reflections on the marble floor would be precise to what's actually been shown from the lights rather than added, as you say, added in afterwards. And it, it can be extremely precise and it's on the go. It's not simulated. It's it's mm. live as you're playing it. So it's, yeah. it can be yeah. quite intense. It's also more or less like the reason that vi- <clears throat> like movie CGI yes. still looks so much better than video games. Yes. Yes. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Uh, was it um, Metro, the recent game on PC? They have ray trace. There's like a video of them demonstrating ray tracing. On- mm. Have you oh, seen okay. the Have you seen the Minecraft ray tracing videos? Yeah, I've heard of it, but haven't. Mm. They're unbelievably yeah. beautiful looking. Yeah, um, it, yeah, ray- it makes things look more real because does, you get yeah. that that natural light look, and it's reflected light as well. So it's not and shadows are natural shadows, not like the developers decided where a shadow is going to be. Yeah, ray tracing can make video games look just like proper like CGI movies and it mm. makes a real big difference to how it looks. Like it's um, it's a big deal. Yeah. Like forget 4K. <laughs> like, and that's that, that's the thing, yeah. like even 4K is not necessary <clears throat> necessary. <laughs> um like you if you had uh, um HDR does a big big way in making a game or visual look better. So, like, you could make 1080 look way better with HDR, but because it's the it's the pixels that are, are marketed, it's 4K HDR gets bundled with 4K yeah. more often than not because that's what consumers are being taught to think is more important is the pixels. But there are. Yeah. Other I mean, factors. also at some point, like it just becomes cheaper to to manufacture one kind of screen in yes. mass rather than manufacturing different kinds of screens, which is why, why like I think we were talking about uh, a couple episodes ago, um, like 1080p screens are getting more expensive like over time because they just don't get manufactured as much. And so there's no reason to sell them cheaply. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so ray tracing is a big deal, and I'd say mm-hmm. it's more important than than the pixels. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was going to say how how important is this to people when it comes to the graphic side of things? Because I suppose uh, as each generation goes on, I I care less and less about the graphics. Like like you were sort of saying, Vader, about you know backwards compatibility of the PS4. I'm not like I don't feel like I'm ready to move on yet. I want, I want to stick yes, with this generation for a while. I don't. I'm not craving 8k and all the you know and, and i mean i'm sure I, I mean i must look into ray tracing i must admit I, when people mention it i kept thinking it was rage racing and i that confused me if i can't see every 
glorious pixel of Norman Reedus's ass. Like, what's even the point? <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, that's the thing. I, I, I suppose to me, I don't. I mean, I know it's it's all preference, and there's people that absolutely, you know, crave you know more clarity in their graphics. I suppose I've sort of got to that point now where, um, like when I was was playing Spider Man, which I'll talk about later when we cover what we've been playing. I mean, the you know the cutscenes are fantastic, and you're thinking. You know what? If I had to play like this for the next ten years, I'd be happy with that. Like, I, like I'm not craving. You know, I want to see their, you know, sweat pores and things like that. Mm-hmm. I, you know, but I, I suppose the thing is, it's a difficult one for these. And I suppose it's the same with any sort of technology. They've got, they have to keep improving it, yeah, because that's what sells. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't improve it enough, then people go, well, I'll just keep my PS4, thanks. And obviously, that's not good business you see it with like iphones and all those sort of yeah. stuff they you know when you look at them thinking it, you know isn't that the same as the last one yeah but it's like extra shiny and it's like <laughs> oh right okay uh, then i'll buy it and and that's sort of it's the same sort of situation mm. where to me solid state hard drive yes that that literally will make a big difference yeah. and like i said the the ps4 backs compatibility yes again that's a that is a, that is, will literally sell it for certain people Again, the 8K, you're thinking, uh, okay, <laughs> that's nice. And, and like I said, the slight snag is then you're having to be, having to buy or consider having to buy an 8K TV and you're thinking, oh, you know, keep on that uh, treadmill. It's, it's difficult. Yeah. That, to just move us along with a little bit more of the details with those who are interested, um, they're, they're focusing heavily on the sound card as well. Like, there'll be uh, Dolby Atmos. Um, yeah, that's we'll be it. Yeah. Into it. Mm, yeah. Mm. Well, it's interesting because I, I'm fine with the sound, but um, they're saying that there's nothing, there's no, been no real changes in the way sound no. is done in the game consoles in a long time. And so it's, yeah. it's kind of cool that they're looking at ways they can step it up. It is, but and I think it's because our ears are still the same. Who, who, <laughs> once again, like, I, I'm a big movie person. Like, I love my tech and that, and, I'm not forking out money for a Dolby Atmos system in my house. I can't be. Nah. My mate's got one. <laughs> it is, it is, it is he, bloody good. He, don't get me wrong. Like it's yeah. it is awesome, but meh. Yeah, my mate built a house recently, and he um he built he he built it in there. Um, his yeah. Atmos that's built into his roof and his and whatnot. Yeah, and I was trying to get re- trying to get me to get rid of speakers, not add more. build it into the walls and then she can't complain (laughs) yeah good luck with that one honestly like i've got a 5.1 and she's trying to get me to get rid of the rear speaker she's like i'll just have the front and we just have it stereo with the the front frame you just don't understand Mm. (laughs) yeah but Dolby atmos is good It's, it's pretty good for the headphones as well like on the xbox i watch like the Blu-rays and stuff with Dolby Atmos, with the uh, Dolby Atmos headphone thing that you can buy for it. And that's really nice, actually, because it does give you proper directional sound and stuff, even in just sort of stereo headphones. It's a very good little app, actually. But, yeah, it's, it's nice. But, once again, I don't think it's a thing a lot too many people are fussed about. Like, as as we've all said, I think the main thing people are looking at is what what frames am i getting and what games do you have yeah i think that's really the two things people are yep. looking at really frames and games frames and games yeah that's mm-hmm. what matters to me that's our new bar yeah 
Rhymes and games. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ah, dear. Cool. That's the PS5 announcement sort of PS5, kind of apparently not its name. It's going to be a PS5. I don't know why they said that. Yeah. I'd be very surprised if it wasn't called a PS5. The, Any the predictions? The only thing that I would expect it to be other than PS5 is just PlayStation. PlayStation, yeah. <laughs> mm. And I, well, I, I, mean, think, I'll, I think I'll be cool with that. <laughs> I don't understand any of that. <laughs> <laughs> we were jumped in at the same <laughs> time. Cliff, go. No, I was just saying, any predictions on what you think it's actually going to be called then if it's, it's not PS5? Matt? Uh, PS8K is what I said. <laughs> oh, PS8K. Brian? PlayStation. Like, PlayStation. it is extremely stupid that they haven't just named these consoles PlayStation and mm. Xbox. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, because it makes it easy for people. I suppose they can just go and go, I want the latest PlayStation, please. Thank you. Done. What about you, Vader, would you reckon? Well, it's interesting. If they do call it a PlayStation, I I think that'd be the time when they would go to the modular upgrade where you can upgrade a console and become more like a PC because it's just the PlayStation and then you get to choose to upgrade certain parts. Yeah, but then that leads us down the point of optimization for games <clears throat> oh yeah no diff- that's, a, yeah. that's not necessarily a good thing but no. that's what a lot of people keep calling for so i wouldn't be surprised if they did it yeah i'm not a fan of that so no but that's why i like console gaming so i'd, I'd be worried about it <laughs> did any of you see the sonic movie trailer oh yeah i saw the sonic movie trailer <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay uh, sonic the- is bad sonic was always bad <laughs> <laughs> right brian we, we, i've already heard his opinion vader what, what's your opinion on this trailer what did you think of it i don't uh, yeah it's goofy um i don't see i think it'd just be a fun movie to watch for the kids like i don't see the need to be complaining about it as much as i've seen happen on the internet <laughs> <laughs> to but the point of have you actually seen the people that are making the film are actually redesigning Sonic in some yes. shape or form because people are like, What is this monstrosity? <laughs> why why has he got furry arms? What is with the human teeth? Oh my god. <laughs> people yeah. People are crying. Yeah, yeah I the, to be honest, the look that, that Sonic had in this was better than the initial teaser that we mm. got given a month yeah, yeah. ago. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. The only thing I was so I, I, I don't have too much of a problem with it. Yeah. The only my major issue actually was Doctor Robotnik and why he's not big round Eggman. He's skinny Jim <laughs> Carrey. I was like, No, I want big round Eggman. That is Doctor Robotnik. Well, that's, that's the funny thing is that people seem to think that that was what I saw people like that was the best part about the trailer like the all for him but not (sighs) the rest of it whereas I just thought it was a bit of stupid fun like that's all I'd expect from a Sonic movie but it's stupid fun I suppose I I, when I looked at it I sort of my first reaction was why why does this exist it sort of doesn't like I don't understand why this is a thing because like (laughs) like do people care about Sonic the Hedgehog anymore I like you know in 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 the grand scheme, I don't mean gamers as such. I mean, people that watch, you know, film people like, and, 
and just the general public? Do they like, oh yeah, that game from, <laughs> is Sega still a thing? You know, people are probably going to be asking that. And, and I suppose, like I said, he does look weird. He, he is properly out of, it's like that scene out of, was it Alien Resurrection? You know, it's like, <laughs> kill me. It's like, you know, just, just burn it, burn it just now. Burn it and I, <laughs> that's what I think they need to do with it. I, I suppose Jim Carrey being in it is a good thing because Jim Carrey is excellent and he looks like he's going to be good, but he looks like he's just being Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, he's going to be a bit of a, a cross between Dr. Robotnik, The Mask and Ace Ventura. And it's sort of thinking... <laughs> yeah. How is that relevant? To, How is that even relevant? Sonic? Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I just think this. I just don't think this should exist. You know, it's yeah. just not Where, when no they're placing for it. Yeah, when they're going up against a cool little movie like Detective Pikachu from the games world, they don't really stand a chance, do they? Yeah, but you're mm. but you're going to watch Pikachu thinking it's Deadpool. That's the again that was <laughs> and I was like off topic now. But when I watched the trailer for that, I was thinking I know it's because it's Ryan Reynolds, but yeah. now because Ryan Reynolds and obviously Deadpool, you don't re- you know I know you do see him speak in it, but obviously most of the film he is behind a mask, therefore you're not really seeing him speak. Mm. You know, you shut your eyes and you know why is why is Deadpool talking about Pokemon? It's sort of yeah. <laughs> Bit of a weird crossover there, but you know. Again, do, what, why does that? Is it you know? Do they feel there's a need for a Pikachu movie? It's doing all right, though. Like, yeah, I'll tell I'd, you I'll why. Doing well. yeah. mm. I'll tell you why. Because it looks awesome. Because game money, games money, money. are cool now. Money, money, so money. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> everyone plays video games now, apparently, and so yeah. every movie has to be based on video games. Like, I was just thinking the other day, like, is there a movie that's come out recently that isn't a comic movie or a game movie? I can't think of movies that are being released now as blockbusters. The all John art Wick house three films. comes out in two weeks, Charles. Yes. Oh, yeah, it's John Wick. But is that a cartoon? Not a cartoon, it, a comic. It is not. It's not based no. on anything. Isn't it? Isn't it? No. I assume oh, it was. Okay. Right, come on, come on, fresh Google. IP. Is it? Yeah. Well, it's not fresh no. now. It's part three of. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Come on now. <laughs> but that, that's what it is. It's like they, the big movie guys, are like okay, games and comics are cool now. So we're just good. That's all yeah. we're gonna make. I mean, I get that, but then they can still obviously do these things justice. Like as I said with Detective Pikachu, it looks like the people that have actually made that have actually given a shit about the product that they're making and. The, the IP that they're taking from, whereas Sonic looks like they've just gone, nah. <laughs> just <laughs> it, it, it's like it's been in a bit of a time warp because obviously Sonic was more popular obviously years ago and it's like it, they've obviously taken it to a director who's obviously stuck in that era and thought, oh, who can make us a bad guy? Does Jim Carrey still act? And he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then they get him involved, thinking he was cool 20 years ago. <laughs> it's like that, that meme where he's like goes into the school with the skateboard. <laughs> How are you doing, cool kids? It's like that, yeah. yeah, it's like that, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, um, so speaking of the Sonic trailer, um, I, I stepped away for a minute. Did you guys talk about how they have announced today that they're going to be changing the design of Sonic? Mm-hmm. yeah i mentioned it yeah yeah that's boy i feel real bad for those animators yeah that's that's a lot of work as well like they've just like put the trailer out and everyone's just gone bah! so they've now got yep. to go back and re-edit everything they've done which is that's a lot of work 
And I guarantee you the animators were like probably arguing that, hey, this design is bad. Can we please change this? Yeah. And the studio heads were just like, no, it's fine. It's fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> and and now they have to fucking it's I saw somebody I saw a really good tweet today that was like uh the Sonic the Hedgehog movie is taking video game movies to the next level by introducing crunch. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> well it, it's it's a film yeah it's a film about video games so it must have crunch it must exactly. have life sapping destroying crunch that shouldn't be in and, lo- and loot boxes <laughs> yeah i'm Somewhere surprised it doesn't have a loot box yeah <laughs> jesus <laughs> that's like that's how they decide what popcorn no it's, you, you, you go, go to see it in, to you go it. to see it in 3d but you have to open a loot box to see whether you'll actually get a pair of fucking 3d glasses <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you get the gold-plated ones. Like, yes, legendary. Oh, no. I just got cardboard ones with with tin foil across them. <laughs> uh, these don't uh, even work. I common. can't see. <laughs> probably yeah. a good. Probably a good thing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hilarious! Yeah, I'm just. I was just like, oh god. I was just watching that trailer. And I was like, this just seems bad. Like and I like stupid fun films. Like I like I do enjoy films that are just stupid fun, but this just looks bad. Just look bad. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We'll see though. We'll see. They who knows, it might come out and it might be it might be like a, a fun movie to watch. Who knows? I mean, what <laughs> good properties really have Sonic put out apart from a couple of the good games like the the T V shows and stuff have not been particularly on point uh, either really i like uh, the cartoon as a kid but it's been a long time <laughs> since yeah, i've seen it yeah yeah de- definitely like people of like our generation have fondness for uh the saturday morning cartoon but i don't know i just I, I'm, I'm ahead of the curve man i never liked sonic even as a kid were you a yeah. nintendo child i was a nintendo child mm-hmm. uh, sonic yeah. was never good <laughs> But yeah, but at the same point, like you go back and you think, like you like the, the Zelda cartoons and the Mario cartoons, they really weren't. Very yeah, those good. were bad too. They were bad. <laughs> but we, we yeah. as kid, we 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 enjoyed them because obviously we had that that childish, that childish. We were stupid, yeah, we were stupid children. <laughs> but <laughs> that, no, I was uh, right about some of the other cartoons, like Samurai Pizza Cats and Sailor Moon. They were good, and they're still good. Mm. <laughs> But the thing is, they can update cartoons. I mean, like, I don't know if any of you guys have watched She-Ra at all, but She-Ra is fucking awesome. I love She-Ra. Well, the, don't the, care. The very new one. The new one, yeah. Oh, They've done one, such yeah. a cool job of redesigning that for a modern age kind of aesthetic and the way it's set. It's so awesome. I sit and watch it with my daughter, and it's great. It's wonderful. <laughs> it is, really is I'm... wonderful. I'm still on Paw Patrol <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Cool. Well, that's the news. There really ain't that much news. Brian, did you? Did was there any other news that you could think of? There weren't really much going uh, on lately. Yeah, actually, actually, oh, I cool. do have one thing. Um, so Sea of Thieves got an update this week, hmm. uh, and they added a story quest line. Okay. Um, I haven't played it yet, so I don't know much about it. But I just saw that, and I thought that it was notable because Charles hates that game. Uh, too little, too late. <laughs> um, and I'm, pro- I'm probably going to play through that story story quest. Nice. That's about it. Nice. Fair enough. Well, hopefully like it comes it out and it's um, people like it because I mean, so, so, some of those games like 
that they deserve a second chance. I mean, like No Man's Sky, that came out and it, it came out and everyone's like, it was but over time it's built on, it's built on and people really are quite fond of that game now because the amount of work they've put on post-launch and the amount of stuff they've added, they've really turned it around and see if Eves could have that same same chance, do you know what I mean? So, we yeah, for those who haven't put their Xboxes away. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's just a 4K <laughs> Blu-ray player at the moment. That's all it gets used for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know where one of mine is because I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and so, oh, and, but sometimes he doesn't like to pay 4K Blu-rays because the 4K Blu-ray player in it is actually pretty shit. I wish I'd bought a 4K <laughs> Blu-ray player. So. It's just salting <laughs> because of the lack of attention mm. it gets. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Bloody thing. Yeah, sometimes I have to put a normal Blu-ray in, let it read that, and then put the 4K in. Otherwise it goes, this disc is not recognised. Really, <laughs> bloody thing. Yeah. So the fact that you have to download an app to play mm. Blu-rays. Is well, you know why that it. is, though, right? It's because it's Xbox. It'd be the codex, yeah, wouldn't it? It's because it's uh, it's the Blu-ray is a Sony codec. Yeah. Um. So yeah. if they if they had it pre-installed on the system, then they, they would have to pay Sony for every single Xbox they sell. Yeah. As yeah. Opposed to just when people download the the Blu-ray the player. Yeah. I'm going to go download on both my consoles to make Xbox pay. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the thing. If you, if you, when you download it, they, that's the thing. They don't have to because you downloading it, there's no cost involved. But if it was actually yeah. pre-installed on the machine, every time they sold a machine, they'd have to give Sony a bit a chip of money or whatever. Yeah, it was the same with MP3 encoders, wasn't yeah. it, years ago? Yeah. Well, it still yeah. is now. Yeah, yeah it still is now. So, like, like for Audacity, you have to download it on yeah. the MP3 yeah. encoder. So they can't give it away. Yep. So, games playing. What have we been? So, I'm going to say, Matt, you ain't been on for a while. This, Hello, uh, yes. What 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 you been playing, good sir? What have been playing? What mm. we've been playing? What have you been playing? Um, we've been playing some <laughs> sharp we're loud fucking time. Oh. What are you buying? What are you buying? <laughs> what are you buying? Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, what have I been playing? Um, well, I have been playing that Spider-Man game that all the cool kids, you know, talk about, you know, when they're talking about their Pikachu detectives and things like that, they go, Hey, Spider-Man, <laughs> that's a good game. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll try that out. And, um, yeah, it's been like, it's been like a little comfort zone for me. I've really enjoyed it. I'm, I've just recently completed it. I've, uh, I'm well on the way to the platinum and yeah, it's, um, I really enjoyed it. Actually, it's one of those games where you know it's a good thing when traversing uh, around the city is actually fun. When you know that you don't actually want to fast travel, because I must admit, I I'm a bit of a fast travel whore in games. Really, I'd love. I'm always spamming that fast travel. I, I can't be bothered to go there. I'm just going to fast travel. Whereas Spider Man is just absolute fun. I just think it's actually just a really well made fun game. Yeah, and. I haven't really found much I disliked about it, which again is another great thing. And it's good for me because I'm not really, I'm, I'm always so, so about Spider-Man in general. I'm not, a, am not, you know, I'm sort of from the films and the comics. I'm like, you know, yeah, Spider-Man's cool. Yeah. He's all right. You know, I'm not, he's not my favorite. He's not my least favorite. He's somewhere in the middle. And yeah, I just think the game is really, really fantastic. And I've just recently bought the DLC for it because it was on sale. Uh, happy days. And, um, yeah, I'm just going to carry on playing it. And I, I, 
yeah, I just, I'm just, it's one of those games where I'm actually really looking forward to, you know, getting the platinum, which I know is supposedly easy compared to, you know, other games, but I don't, I think I only got one platinum anyway, and that was for uh, Hellblade. So, uh, yeah, I want to get the second one. And yeah, I'm just really looking forward to, you know, getting stuck into it a bit more. I think, have you, most of you guys played it? I think yeah. you haven't. You? Yeah, I, I, I had a bit of a tumultuous journey with that game. <laughs> like, yeah, I enjoyed it surprise. a lot. <laughs> surprise. Oi. <laughs> Don't know always. But obviously, once again, it came down to the difficulty of the game. I found it extremely hard because it was so quick and so fast. My mm-hmm. my brain that works at the speed of a blinking penny farthing just couldn't keep <laughs> up with it. So, but then they added uh, in a later patch, they added like a, a story mode style difficulty which when i'm playing that i still find it quite hard that that's that's that says it all really but it brought it down to a level where it was manageable for me and once i started playing on that i just fell in love with it absolutely and as you say the traversing i i'm the same as you like fast travel everywhere in games like that but i'm just constantly just swinging around the city climbing buildings it's just great fun to traverse that city of spider-man yeah so clean and fluid everything just yeah that's works. actually a good way to describe it clean yeah it's a very, it is a very clean game it's just i think aesthetically it's really nice uh there's some nice really cool little details in it i re- actually read recently in the last couple of weeks that there's supposedly a jewish easter egg in there where they basically have made it so that if you're in you know so if you're playing it literally you know your ps4 clock is on saturday mm. There, none of the MP, no Jewish NPCs are shown in the game because it's their day of rest. Or, but, uh, but then, but if it, it's really random, I think that's a great, cool little thing that yeah. they put in, um, it's, which it's obviously the they don't have to. Yeah, it was, it was cool. So, yeah, I, I, I just think it's for anyone that's not played it and that's into that sort of stuff. It's just fun. It's actually every everything, even the, even the sort of side missions and the you know, just the little side things like, you know, when you got to fight crimes and stuff, which can get a bit hectic. I just find it fun. You know, like there's just, there's a good amount of variation in the game. You've got like those research centers where you got to help the planet and, you know, like getting oil out of the ocean and things like that. I just think, again, it's just, it's just, you, you can pick as you can pick and choose what you want to do. And it's all helping you. It's all getting you XP and unlocking suits. Oh, come on the suits. I think mm. that's, that's the thing I most got obsessed with. You know, again, it's it's that fashion souls thing going on. I was like, I really want to get to this level because I really want, like, you know, mm-hmm. shell, you know, cell shaded uh, Spider Man or whatever I want to yeah, be. Or you know, yeah, exactly. There's just some awesome suits in there. And now, now I've bought the DLC. That's unlocked another, I think, nine or so suits that I haven't seen yet, which I can't wait to sort of get back, you know, get back into. And yeah, I just like I said, I've just thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it, and it's just been a nice sort of change because you know but i haven't really played that many games recently because of you know life and <laughs> things like that it's just been a nice little you know just it's been actually one of those few games that i've been looking forward to getting into because it's actually one of those games where i look i'm actually craving to play it because i think just you know through life and changes in life like becoming a dad and all that sort of stuff it's it's i haven't had as much time and and i've been a bit um i suppose put off by games at times, you know, where you're like, oh, I just really want to get into a game and you start a game, oh, not feeling it, turn mm-hmm. it off. Spider-Man is 
been actually that one game probably in the last sort of six months or so where I'm like, I cannot wait to get home from work, put my daughter to bed, and then put the PS4 on and get stuck into Spider-Man. I think that's actually the, the first game I felt like that for a long time, and it's that's the biggest compliment I can give it. <laughs> nice. Nice. Mm. Really cool. Ah, Brian, what have you been playing? What have you been up to? Right, let, me, let, let me tell you, Cliff. It's Destiny. Destiny. That's. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's a. It's. It's been a. It's been a couple weeks um, since I finished Sekiro, so I'm still like I'm still pr- poking and prodding at Sekiro here and there. Uh, but you know, it, Destiny's the old standby. Got to got got to jump in there and shoot some aliens. Uh, Zer is selling the Controverse Hold this week, which is one of the few Warlock exotics I don't have yet. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, and I'll you know. Probably, probably shoot some aliens. That's about it. It's been a it's been a light week for me. Well, have they got anything going on? Is it uh, the revelry thing that's going on? Yes, the, the revelry is going on right now, uh, which has made uh, Crucible a nightmare. So, oh. oh really? Haven't been haven't been doing a whole lot of that. It's uh, just everyone running around with Thunderlord. <laughs> everyone running around with infinite grenades is the real issue. <laughs> um, so I've kind of been staying out of out of the Crucible right now, uh, which is a little annoying because me and the crew had just started playing competitive crucible mm. uh and then the revelry started and it was like and then we were, we went in to play some some competitive and we were immediately like you know what fuck this we're not gonna do this again <laughs> <laughs> so we're uh we're on hold until until the revelry is over which is on tuesday thankfully yeah uh, well I, I i avoid uh the crucible like the plague anyway <laughs> I, i'm purely a pve man when i when i'm on destiny but i haven't played in a while actually I'm just waiting for. I wasn't really into sort of season of the drifter. I went. I kind of liked the lore and stuff behind it. I was just watching videos on it, but I just I'm not really into sort of the. I liked Gambit, but I, I didn't get on with Gambit Prime. I was just bad at Gambit Prime. Yeah, the more the the longer that Gambit has been around, the more it just really felt like that game mode is just doomed forever. Mm. Uh, because the player race is so good at figuring out optimal strategies. And then if you are not doing the optimal strategy, you just get browned. Yeah, so. absolutely. Yep. Yep. It's like you, 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 you see like the boss pop up and then it's <laughs> dead. You're like, oh, yep. what the fuck? <laughs> I only shot him twice and you thought he killed him. My God. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, wait- I'm hoping for some, uh, some PVE content soon, some nice PVE content. Yeah, see, season, the season of Opulence looks, looks pretty cool yeah. so far, so I'm, I'm hoping that it'll be good. Yeah. Ooh. Vader. That's more or less it for me. Just, just Destiny then? and a little bit of Sekiro. Vader. Who, me? Yeah, you. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you. Yeah, you, son. Try. Yeah, you. I'm talking to you, mate. Yeah, I, I, yeah, you. I think yeah. I was talking over you a little bit, so. <laughs> All right. What do you want me to talk about? I've got a few little things. Let me talk about Harry Potter Wizards yeah, Unite. Because that's actually what I was going to ask you about. No one else... None of you guys can play it because New Zealand's the best. Oh, that's also news I've got to bring up. New Zealand accent was voted the sexiest in the world, which I don't know if is true, but apparently it was. Um, uh, also in New Zealand, the judge. I saw your prime minister got engaged. Who got engaged? Uh, apparently your prime minister got engaged. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Random news. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um... 
<laughs> They've got a kid together, so it's like it's not like a big surprise. <laughs> um, um, actually, it's really funny that you just like had no idea because I googled New Zealand Prime Minister engaged, and the first result is an article from the New York Times, and the title of it is Jacinda Ardern got engaged. New Zealand almost didn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. I'm pretty sure we don't care that much either. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway. Um, so, yeah, is, is the New Zealand accent sexy, guys? That's what I want to know. <laughs> That's why I, I have trouble, trouble talking because I'm just listening to your yeah. sexy we're accent. So it's just putting me off. Sexy accent. I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just feeling, mm, it's so dreamy. <laughs> I just somehow don't believe you. Anyway, Harry <laughs> Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Potter. Wizards Unite. Hermione. <laughs> Is the new... Oh, now Ron. I've forgotten the name of the developer. Ron. Ron Weasley. <laughs> Snape. Severus Snape. Um, yeah, it's a new <laughs> mobile sorry, game. What's the name of... Where's my phone? What's the name of the company that does it? It's the same people that do Pokemon Go. Niantic. Nancy. That's it. I knew it was a weird name. It's it's the new game from them, so it's very much Pokemon Go, which I'm sure everyone listening knows all about Pokemon Go. It's a, a GPS-based game. You walk around the real world to interact with video game things on your phone, and it's pretty so, good. I would say I would say um, hot take would be that it's actually better than Pokemon Go. <gasps> so instead of catching Pokemon, are you catching like house elves or something? um the basic premise is you um the the wizarding world is in threat of being revealed because a wizard has confounded the wizarding world somehow and so they're like magical objects have gone crazy and stuff and so basically you're searching you're you're helping the ministry of magic search for these items and restoring them and like bringing them in um so you like you like you have like a magic painting has is gone crazy and floating around yelling at people and so you're basically breaking the curses that are making things go crazy and returning them to to their normality um so so it's very much the same there are items you can just pick up off the ground as well so there's magical items which you use for potion brewing uh there are the confoundables no, the foundables is the things, and you're the confounded and the find. I think they should be called findables. They're called foundables because it rhymes with <laughs> confounded. I think, but foundable sounds weird. Like you're not find, you're not founding things. You're finding things anyway. Uh, <laughs> and so <laughs> you have a big list of different items that can be found, and so you're basically filling in a sticker book as you collect these things and find them. You're filling in a little sticker book. Um, there's more to do. Like, as I said, there's items you can find, which are potions that you can make to make potions. The raids are now fortresses, fortresses, and you go and actually have duels against death eaters and other evil creatures, which are cooler than just the raids where you just tap the screen. Cause there's actually a little bit of you're doing different spells and there's different potions you can throw by brewing different potions so yeah there's a lot more to the gameplay than the than the pokemon game and 
plus it has the cool Harry Potter theme music <laughs> playing all the time, which is pretty sweet. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's port key. The port keys are done pretty well. Um, instead of eggs and Pokemon, you get a little like this little magical chests with keys, and as you walk further distances, they unlock, and then you get a port key. And I hope everyone knows what a port key is. Do I have to explain what a port key is? Maybe. Not for me. <laughs> Probably. It's a magical Probably. item. Teleport. Yeah, it's a magical item in the Harry Potter universe where you touch it, teleports you. Uh, you get them and it creates a portal and it's the only time that the, a the AR, the augmented reality, is actually worthwhile using. I don't bother using it for any other encounters. You can, but it's just easier not to. I do the same with Pokemon. But this one, it, it creates a portal in your space. So you need a reasonable amount of open area so you look like a real dropkick. Uh, out in public holding your phone up and there's a portal will appear in on the phone screen that looks like it's in the real world and as you you walk through it and it will teleport you to um a, a location that's in the magical harry potter world so far i've just gone to hagrid's hut and then you once you're in everything on the phone is game graphics but moves around in a 3d 3d environment so as you mm -hmm. turn around with the phone on the screen you can see hagrid's hut and you've got to find like five different objects within the hut okay. so it's a little bit more interactive than the harry potter uh, the, the pokemon mm. go uh, there's a lot more to it as i say there's you can level up as well which is kind of cool well you leveled up in pokemon but this leveling up you actually have a skill tree so you can upgrade your spell casting abilities which is kind of cool yeah. yeah all in all i think it's actually pretty good it's it's a nice step up from the pokemon go and plus it's harry potter so <laughs> cool see it's got the harry potter music ah. <laughs> charles we're gonna there. get copyright claimed copyright yeah, claim. yeah, yeah. now nah, we'll talk over it it's fine <laughs> yeah that, you, that yeah, never we're, works we're, we're transforming the work by talking over it <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, it's it's pretty cool, and it's got the, the, the all the different theme musics. Um, yeah, all in all, pretty so good. Like, Any questions? Are, are you like walking around your backyard around the around the Quay, Quay Pond, uh, searching for uh, house elves or whatever? <laughs> um, that's the annoying thing. Same with Pokemon. Where I live, I just there's very little action. That I get I get very little foundables here sure. or Pokemon. Um, which is a bit, a bit stink. Um, where I work, there's a few. Oh, that's the thing. The poker stops now are like inns. Well, most of them, there's actually a variety now. There's not just the same poker stops. There are inns, which give you energy to keep fighting. Foundables, like casting spells, takes energy. Uh, there are greenhouses that give you like herbs or different things to go into your potions. And I mentioned the fortresses before where you can fight. And you, once you've fought, you fight, there's like 15 different levels that you got to get through. And once you've been to one and fought your way down, it, it stays unlocked. Those, like you've gone down five levels, it stays unlocked. So when you come back, you can just start straight on the level six when you've leveled up, which is kind of cool. Um, but yes, I do turn on from time to time to see if there's anything nearby, but there often isn't. As I say, I live somewhere where that's quite quiet. I was mostly concerned that you might actually fall into the koi pond. <laughs> um, not that silly. No, I'm not walking around my backyard. That's your question. <laughs> Sad guy. But yeah, it's good. Um, 
and all you je- all you fellows are jealous because only New Zealand has it because we have the world's sexiest accent and we get the beta. <laughs> Insult to injury, I think, for us, isn't it? Yeah, mm. truly. <laughs> cool. Sounds good. It sounds, as you say, it sounds a bit more interactive than Pokemon Go was. That uh, I found that got boring quite quickly. There wasn't really too much to do, and it was very sort of same, same, same. And I had to walk everywhere with my phone on as well, which <laughs> done. It wouldn't. It wouldn't have been too bad if I could have my phone off. But it, right, it, that game expected you to have your phone on, otherwise it just didn't work. So it's just like pfft, my battery would, would disappear in like ten seconds. They have. Um. I. They have a. Um sleep mode traveling now so you can hatch eggs a lot easier mm. in the pokemon go you can get that wristband to oh, yes you can um but it, it works like when it's off like it just has um, background travel so hatching eggs and getting candy from your buddy is a lot easier okay um like it even i even get they also change the speed you can go so when you're traveling in a car you're more likely to get rewarded for that travel as well <laughs> than you used to be able to oh, fair enough. um so they have made that better but that that doesn't seem to be in the, the harry potter one yet like it still seems pretty strict on the travel mm. uh, yeah, and it's enough. only when you're got it open but i think they'll add that in as as they release yeah and update it cool Sounds good. Sounds yeah, sounds fun. And we all love some Harry Potter, so Yeah. And the aesthetic of the map is really nice. It has a nice cool kind of aged look to it that suits that map. Yeah. Um yeah. talking to Harry Potter, did you see when I when I was on holiday I went to a place in York that um Dargon Alley was um based on. It was very cool, yeah, called uh, I, The, the Shambles in Yorkshire. Well, yeah, ago. very, very cool. I put some pictures up of it, and, like, just every, like, nearly every shop down there is, like, a, a shop dedicated to Harry Potter now as well. <laughs> it's so it's hilarious. We're selling, like, wands and all sorts of stuff. But, yeah, it, was, it, it really does look like Diagon Alley. It's a very cool place, very cool place to go, actually. Very, very fun. Because that's where, like, the second stories are built wider than the, the, the first story. Yeah. And so they're almost yeah. touching an alleyway, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a very cool place. Very cool. Cool. Oh, yeah, it's Harry Potter Wizard Unit. Is that what it's called? Wizard Unit. Unite. A wizard unit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, there we go. There's the E. <laughs> wizard Unit. Join the Wizard gangster. Unit, yeah. Wizard Unit. Come join the Wizard <laughs> Unit, mate. We'll fucking... We'll have some death in sunshine. We'll have them all. We'll do them death in sunshine. Yeah, cool. No, sounds good. Sounds fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah I, I weren't really sort. Of, yeah. Pokemon Guard didn't give it too much time because it just just the way it worked. It didn't fit around my life. So, but maybe this one might. But we don't have it because we're not. We haven't got a cool New Zealand accent. So no, <laughs> we're deprived. Sexy mm. New Zealand accent. Yeah. <laughs> I think we got the Pokemon Go um, beta as well quite early. Okay. Cool. It's we we tend to be. I think it's because we're a small market smaller market but we also have a modern with phones mm. so cool well what have i been playing um well i don't know if anyone's been following me on twitter i've been having a f- really bizarre journey with um 
Sekiro. <laughs> With Sekiro. I've had a, a, yeah, a very stressful but odd journey with that game so far. <laughs> it's, uh, it's been, it's been really up and down with that game. Like when I last spoke on the Sekiro spoilercast we did, obviously I just spent six and a half hours beating a boss, beat the boss. I was like, yeah. And then I beat the next boss first go. I was like, right, I'm on it. And then I basically come into the sort of last few bosses of the game and that difficulty spike in that tail end of the game is just massive for me. It was huge. And it's way beyond my skill level what that game expects of you in that tail end of the game, I think. And obviously there was one controller broke, one disc broke. (laughs) There was one disc broken. <laughs> one disc broken. <laughs> and I was like, right, I'm not playing it again. I'm not playing it again. And then I, yeah, I got it digitally. And you felt the siren call. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, like, I've got this, I'm, I'm like a weird addict with this game. Like, I know it's bad for me, <laughs> but I can't stop playing it. So what I've actually done is I've started the game again because I knew I couldn't finish the end areas. So I thought... I'm going to go back to the start and just enjoy the rest of it that I know I can be. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I went back and I've been playing from the start and I've been pretty much just, yeah, smashing it this time through because obviously I know how the game works and I've been progressing through the game a hell of a lot quicker with just, yeah, knowing how to work bosses and stuff. So I've been having a good time with that. But I know I'm going to hit that tail end again and be like, you know, I just really want to finish that game properly. I know technically I have got an ending, but I wanted to get one of the other proper endings. But I don't, honestly don't think it's possible. Like looking at the final boss who's got four phases, I'm like, come on. Why from software? Why do you like a little train who could, Cliff? Little train who could. <sighs> I think I can. I think I can. <laughs> but you have faith, man. The thing is that there's having faith and there's actually <laughs> being, being able to do it. Well, it's interesting you say that because I actually think I took longer on the last boss because I psyched myself out because I'd had heard people talk about how hard it was. I, I had this I had this niggling thought, maybe what if I can't beat this boss? Mm. And like what if I can't? And I love this game, and what if I can't? And so I went into it, I think, and I, I delayed tackling it because I had this and it actually got to I psyched myself out. And it made like the first hour of trying to fight the boss a lot harder because I had this doubt that I couldn't do it. Yeah. And I had to get past that before I could. So don't don't doubt yourself, Cliff. Believe. I do believe I'm just not good at video games. I'm not good at them. <laughs> I love games so much, but I am utterly shite at video games. <laughs> I am bad at games. Bad, 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 bad. And as I said, like I've always managed to get through souls and stuff with summoning, albeit Bloodborne. I did manage to do that on my own the first playthrough. Like Bloodborne, 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 yeah, Bloodborne's the only one that I've managed to do all of it by myself without having summons and stuff. That's the only one. Like all the other souls, especially Dark Souls Three, I've had to summon people into. Yeah, as the games have got predominantly harder. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. Yeah, and obviously Sekiro's tail end is just it is a real sort of increase in difficulty. 
and there was one boss that was just killing me in literally like two hits. And I was just like, nope, 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 <laughs> nope, nope. And then snap. Yeah. Well, when I text Jerry, Jeremy was like, what have you done? I was like, yeah, I know. I was like, but, but I, have, I have got it digitally now. <laughs> Oh, it means you've got it forever now. <laughs> yeah, he said just don't throw your PlayStation out the window next. That's that's the next step, isn't it? Uh, I, uh, I I told him I was mildly concerned that you were going to rip the hard drive out of your PS4. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, yeah, it, the thing is, it's such a good game. I, like it, the combat is just brilliant. It's it's what it's probably my favourite combat alongside Bloodborne like I love it so much it just expects too much of me like I yeah just you man. just you no, know, just person <laughs> just me personally like I it's past my skill level and I don't know whether I can get through the end mm. so that's what I started that's, again see that, that's not a bad thing I mm. mean sometimes we need to admit we're not good at something I think especially with, when you're into video games I suppose like anything you sort of have this expectation on yourself that you can do everything. And sometimes yeah. you, you, know, you know what? Nah, <laughs> nah, mate, it's not going to happen. <laughs> and that's fine. You know, it is. But the, the problem is when, when you're at work and you're thinking about it and you walk home and you're thinking about the game and you think it, like you say, I'm just, I'm like, Oh, I want to go and play secure. I'm like, but it's going to want to make me cry. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. It's, but yeah, so I'm I'm just having more fun with it starting again and I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it second time through. We'll just see see where I end up this time. Hmm. We shall see. But yeah, it's great. Great game. Very hard. Very, very hard. It makes me nervous for Bloodborne too if it does come out, but <laughs> we'll we'll see. We shall see. Uh what else have we been playing then, guys? So uh Matt, what else have you been playing? Uh, I have been playing the division two as well. Um, I was a quite into the first game. Um, I think it's because it sort of took over destiny from me because I, I really was into the first destiny. I spent like 500 hours in that game and that's probably the, the most I've ever played any game ever. And I really got into division off the back of it, even though in a weird way, I don't find it as interesting but it's a bit the first division was always a game that I, it was you know back in the day when you play other games a bit like i know if you're into football like your fifas and things like that where they just i'll oh, just bash it on for half an hour and just play a bit and then you know mm. turn it off and i suppose that's what the division is to me it's just a, a looter shooter that i can just you know have a bit of a bash on and uh i thought i don't know what i was going to do about division two because i thought oh am i going to get time you know and stuff like that and I'm actually, I've actually really enjoyed it because for, for anyone that was into the first game, I think you, you would really like the second one. I think if you really detested the first one, you probably wouldn't be into it. Mm. Uh, and I think if you were sort of lukewarm on it, I think you'd be pleasantly surprised because they have dramatically overhauled it in some ways, even though it looks the same game and, and fundamentally it does play the same way. It's still that third person sort of cover shooter similar to Gears. Um, it's, yeah, I just think they've they've just have improved it in lots of ways. It, the the biggest thing is the AI, because um, you know, to be honest, in the first game, the AI were bullet bullet sponges, and again, they are to a degree, but they're just more clever 
now because again in the first game it felt it felt like you were just fighting walking cheese sandwiches basically they're sort of running around not doing much whereas in this one they 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 flank you you know they'll throw grenades in very awkward positions uh you know just things like that really they they you know the enemies are getting quite clever and and they'll they'll blindside you so often uh you know you think you're safe and then they'll just come out of a out of a cupboard <laughs> or back door behind <laughs> you uh just to surprise you and it, it keeps you on your toes and yeah i just think that even the world is better um i know we were sort of talking about like looks and lighting and graphics when we're talking about the ps5 but mm. the, the you know the actual city because this one's set in washington dc uh your home base is based in the white house and it just aesthetically, it looks gorgeous. You know, the first game was decent, but this one looks even better. Like they've gone a layer above now, uh, which you, you know, sort of expect with a sequel. Um, apparently, I think um, also, apparently, yeah, sorry, it's, apparently the, like the HDI implementation on division two is like one of the best out there at the mm. moment. Apparently it's absolutely fantastic. Like, and it's, it a, is. it's a showcase for HDR apparently. Yeah. I'd agree with that. Cause again, I've, I've, you know, I play it in 4k and it's, uh, on my PS4 Pro, and it, it it's yeah, it's just a beautiful looking game, and I wasn't expecting that because the first game is set in off the top of my head, it's yeah, set in New York, and it's again, it's gorgeous, but because it's barren and nothing really going on, it's sort of a bit of a bit of a weird situation. Whereas this one, again, it's a bit lighter, like as in literally a bit lighter, um, so it doesn't feel so um, sort of oppressing. But there's more going on, even though obviously it's set after, you know, the the whole virus, which because that's what the, the the division franchise is based on is where a virus kills everyone after, on Black Friday, and uh, <laughs> which is quite amusing in itself. But it, yeah, it just plays really well. It's really solid. I've I've, I've had a few cracks sometimes i think but again that's like any sort of game but i think one of the most impressive things about it is the, the initial release was very very solid as in you know for a lot of as we've seen with you know uh destiny and anthem and a lot of these sort of types of games these multiplayer games as service games they have a habit of being extremely buggy at times and just being you know a bit barren whereas this has actually got a lot to it um, they've done, you know, compared to other games, they've had a really solid start and it, and to be fair, it's one of the sort of, you know, the developers over in at massive, they, they've done a great job because I, and what I've always liked about them is even during the first game, they were willing to overhaul the game, so to speak, as much as they can to make it improve. Like we were, when we were talking about earlier about other games where, you know, they get a new lease of light for like uh, no man's sky and obviously, um, sea of thieves and things like that this is a perfect example of it you can tell they love making this game and it's just the fact that you know they do a podcast they do uh you know weekly videos showing oh we're going to do this you know it's not like one that anthem where they throw it out and and they go here you go it's actually really a polished turd. Yeah. Uh, don't worry about it. And just, <laughs> and that's the way things have gone. At least with the division, they they have you know they if they can improve it, they will do. And I think that's always a really good sign with that yeah. sort of game. So um, I must admit, I've not played saying that I've not played it for a couple of weeks purely because I've been playing Spider Man. But uh, again, the good thing is it's that sort of game where you know I've, I've hit end game. You know, I did. I've done the main story. I've gone through all the world tiers i've hit world tier five which is the maximum at the moment unless something's changed <laughs> in the last few weeks that i'm unaware of 
uh yeah you know so now i can play it as and when you know i'm not pressurizing myself i can just you know pick it up you know maybe you know start getting the raids and things like that so no i've been you know pleasantly well i say pleasantly surprised i shouldn't be because i enjoyed the first game but i think they because i love destiny one and destiny two for me was a massive disappointment again things may have changed but i sort of bailed after the first raid um i was i was a bit fearful of that happening with division two mm. but luckily it's even better which is grand oh great yeah <laughs> that sounds good yeah i've heard like a lot of people that have been playing it have been having sort of a lot of, a lot of fun with it and saying it's yeah it's more of the same thing but it's just tweaked to the point where it's just just better Hmm. the original one but yeah yeah no, that's cool i i can't like i said i can't imagine it changing people's mind hmm. don't like the first one you're not gonna change your mind but i think again if you were on the fence with the first one you're like yeah i didn't mind it i would be shocked if you didn't like this one cool, cool. yeah i i found the loot having to loot i'm not a fan of loot games that took away from me for to the first one but I enjoyed I enjoyed it for a while until I had to start redoing levels to level up to take on the next story mission kind of bug. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's still there. They've just added well the good thing is they've added more uh to things. So the the way they've sort of changed it, you've still got to grind certain things, but that the key thing is that they have mixed it up. So for example, like when you're leveling so level 30 is the maximum level initially, and that's obviously gets you through all the story missions. And the good thing is you can match make on them as well, which again, makes it easier. Yeah. Um, and then obviously hit level 30, that puts you into world tier one. And then basically you need to do two of the story missions. Uh, and then that unlocks a stronghold, which is like a slong, you know, slightly bigger and tougher version of, a, of the main mission. Um, and then that, once you do that, you get to the next world tier and you basically do that you know, until you get to world tier five. But what's quite good so that makes it different is that even though fundamentally you are playing the same missions again, is you're playing against a different enemy and they've completely, because basically this, this slight spoiler, but if you're into it, you've probably played it by now, is like this group called the Black Tusk come in and take over the place and with you know, they bring all their technology with them and stuff. So even though you're playing them again, you're completely like, you know, aesthetically it's the same place but you're playing against different enemies with different objectives and things like that. So it keeps it fresh, which, you know, they could have not done, but they have, which makes, again, gives it a bit more variety when you're leveling. Cool. That's good. Cool. Hmm. Brian, you've been playing anything else apart from Destiny? Uh, no, not really. No. <laughs> Destiny! Um. <clears throat> Uh, the new the new Steam World game did come out on on Switch, and I'm planning on spending some time with that this weekend. But I haven't done it yet. I need a new game for my Switch. I haven't played it for a while. Do you know Can what? In the new Steam World game. Okay. My poor Switch is <laughs> gathering dust. I haven't played it since Zelda. That's a that's a long time, Cliff. That's a real long time. Uh, to the point, I lent it to my friend, and he had it for like t- two and a half months or something. I've just got it back and now it's gathering dust on my desk again. I'm just <laughs> w- just want that Metroid Prime Four, you know. <laughs> you know? I'm going to be waiting even longer for that now. They've restarted that. Right. <sighs> yeah, damn. Okay, it'll come out on the Switch too. <laughs> I don't. It will. It'll come. It'll come on the updated one that's more powerful and it won't play properly right. on the one I've got. <laughs> uh, yeah, Vader. What you been playing in? 
Where else have you been playing, mate? Um, the Yale Lock. <laughs> um, it's not a game, but it's an app on my phone. Um, I just got a new smart lock for my front door. I was going to say, is and that not people cool. who make locks? <laughs> like actual yeah, real like that, locks? Yeah. 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 Um, and it's really cool. I can lock my, I can unlock my door right now from my is, phone. Yep. Is that not really <laughs> dangerous? Like, couldn't yeah, what someone if you lose your phone, or, or or couldn't someone like hack the app and unlock your house? It'd be just as easy to just like pick the lock or kick the door. Open, like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought I was expecting to go no, and then like starts running. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, see, guys, I think the thing is, is that uh, it, we're in they New don't Zealand. Worry about that in New Zealand. Uh, because they're all just too busy fawning over each other's sexy accents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're lovers, not fighters. <laughs> um, yeah, it's really cool. It's a lot of fun. I like I like gadgets. Um, got it because my mum kept losing her key and blaming me for locking herself out. Um, <laughs> so I. Uh, yeah, I thought I'd get a smart lock. So it's the digital keypad on the front. Um, so she can get in, but I also, it's also Wi-Fi enabled, works with Apple Home. So I can say, hey, Siri, unlock the front door. I'm on it. Thanks. <laughs> nice. I'm about to get burgled. When we're home, the door's usually unlocked anyway. Um, yeah. So, yeah, come around and have a party. Yeah, the doors. So I just and I just tapped and I locked it again. That's pretty cool. If you forget to lock the door and you get into bed, you're like, ah, balls didn't lock the door. You can just down your dangle, get out of bed. Exactly, that's pretty cool. I'll give you that. Um, And we used to just use like the handle lock, like the clicky one, the simple lock, not the deadbolt, because it was just too much of a pain pulling out the key and using it to do the deadbolt. So now. We're using the deadbolt, so it's in fact it's safer now. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, technology is great. I love gadgets. Very cool. Very I must cool. admit, I wasn't expecting talking about door no. locks on this episode. <laughs> no. it's, uh... hey, <laughs> it's an app, so it can cross over. Oh it's yeah, no, no. It's, I think it's very cool. I'm just, it's, it's just, I'm like, wait a minute. I've been on here for a while. What, what's changed? What's, what's going on? Locks? <laughs> Do we turn into a oh. DIY podcast? What's yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and with, with that, I also picked up the Apple TV for the kids' living room, and that's also a fun little gadget too. I love the Apple TV; it's a lot of fun. Did you get the new the 4K one or the nah, regular 4K TV? The Dude, kids' TV, I think, is only a 720. Can, can you still buy just the regular ones, or then? Yeah, they got two models with okay. the, the fifth generation, mm. um, and yeah, so there's the 1080 and then the 4K. Uh, it's the kids' living room. There's there's no real hurry to go to 4K. Oh no no, of course. I just didn't know that. That I, I wasn't too sure whether they sold sold two separate models, but they do. That's cool. Yeah, they do. Um, and that that's it's a cool little device. Um, and I also can control that with my Apple Home as well, which is fun. And so I'm, I've been teasing my daughter and like pausing it remotely, and I just hear this, "Hey!" <laughs> across the house. <laughs> <laughs> She knows it's me now. So she's like, hey, Dad. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I've been playing. Um, there's some games on there. So if anyone knows any recommendations for video games for the Apple TV, let me know. Um, we've been playing a few little mini games. There's like a 
a ripoff of Frogger, like a modern chicken crossing the road Frogger game, <laughs> which has been quite fun. Was it, is it called Crossy Road? Yes, I think so. Yeah, that game's pretty good. Uh, uh, only like the game, uh, all games that you can get on the iOS store compatible. Is it only specific games? A lot are, but I think it's most they have to be adapted for it because of the control scheme. Uh, okay, so it's, games like the room and remote. stuff might not work. Yeah. That game, those um, games so are awesome. If anyone's got any suggestions out there, let me know. Hit me up. If the, if the room works, that, those games are great. I love those games. Oh, yeah, actually, that could be, that would be a good one. Cool. The latest one's, the late, yeah, the latest one's really good. Yeah, real fun. Yeah, yeah I think I, I, yeah, I played the first one with Odin on the iPad, so yeah, yeah I, might, like, I might look into that. Here's like four or five of them now, I think. Yeah, cool. Oh, uh, I the real game. I've... Actually, uh, sorry, go. No, yeah, go on, no, go on. So I was going to change the subject quickly because I had to mention something, but go on. Uh, the real game I've been playing is um, Human Colon Four Flat, hmm. Human which is a ridiculously flat. stupid game, but it's hilarious <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> um, you guys know this game? game title title a few times, but I've never actually seen it be played, mm. so I don't know nothing about it. It's it's like. You play as little like blobby characters, like humanoid blobby characters, and you can change the skins. Um, it's definitely been developed for YouTubers because like you can get like a Japs Jack Septic Eye T-shirt and stuff for your character. Um, you, it's cool. You play multiplayer, but basically just in puzzle world, environmental puzzles. But the only real buttons you have is a floppy jump, like your legs just go bleh, and you flop around and then you have grab with the triggers for the left and right hand and you run slightly faster if you hold down the triggers with your hands up like a zombie um, and you just grab the environment and interact with it to try and flop and grab your way around puzzles in the level it sounds like there was a game that ubisoft published a few years ago where you played as a robot it kind of sounds like that game Oh, a little um, ho- you know, grow, grow home. Yes, grow home. home. Grow, grow home. Yeah. It's it's not as in depth gameplay to be honest. Like that has okay. a little bit more to it. This is like levels and themed levels. Like we did the castle. I've got we 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 filmed it because it's quite hilarious at times. Um, and it's just obstacles in your way, and you've got to try and flop your way around them or grab your way around them. Sure. Uh, and try not hinder each other because <laughs> um, it's it's co-op. You can play online as well. It, it, it is quite fun, but it's not. There's nothing to write home about in the depth of gameplay. Um, but there is some fun to be had, especially when you're playing with with someone. Um, like it, one puzzle was there was like a, a a gap and we had to get across and I had a massive pole with a hook on the end and you basically just got to force your guy to hold it up, run it, run at the, the gap jump and hope it hooks on to something. And then you swing across the gap and that's the puzzle. We also came across this uh, catapult and that was hilarious to catapult Odin across into a castle war and watch him go splat into it. Um, it, it is just silly fun. Uh, but yeah, if you've got someone to play with, a kid or a, f- a friend, it's it's worth giving a go. It's pretty cheap at the moment on PSN. It was like ten, twelve dollars in New Zealand or something for like the special edition with the extra levels. Oh sweet! So that's about sixty p like, then. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, as I say, it, it is just, there's no, there is like, like a funny, um, the tutorials in the start of it, are like you pick up these little thing items and a little screen like appears just in front of you, like a big screen. And the narration is very portal, not uh, portal. Um, it's quite dry and quite funny. Like it's actually mm. quite well done, the narration of the, the description and sort of a bit of a giggle to, to listen to and watch and like kind of explain how to climb up things. You, it's real harsh on the thumbs though. Like I played for like an hour with Odin and after I was like, man, my thumbs are sore. And it's cause you're really like, you feel like you're having to push harder to force your character to do what you want them to do because yeah. they aren't super responsive. Like if you think of souls and how responsible responsive it is, like how you're, what your inputs, it's the opposite of that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, so there's a lot of coercing going on. And hope, wishing, hoping that your character would do what you want. <laughs> and so, yeah, it, it's a bit of fun. Cool. That's all I really have to say about it. So, yep. So, <laughs> so, so, so it sounds like a good game to play with kids. Yeah, and or a friend just to have a laugh with, to be honest. Like, if we us all four got on there, it'd be a bit of a, it'd be pretty funny. Sure. Like Is it, does it have online co-op? Yeah, yeah, it does update players. Okay. okay. It sounds like uh, something that maybe we could maybe, maybe we could set up a stream at some point and go buck wild. It would be it'd be pretty hilarious. <laughs> uh, I, I would imagine. Cool. Did we want to talk a couple more, or did we want to enter the final segment and run the show down a little bit? Because we are at about an hour and a half now. Yeah, we can we can run down. Yeah. Cool. So question we obviously put a question out every time we do an episode so this week's question was put out by well don't you know don't don't say every time cliff <laughs> it is every time isn't it people will expect yeah, it's, it's uh, when we catch better wake oops up yeah, yeah. <laughs> he caught me just before bed last night <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. okay well in on this episode we managed to put a question out well, Matt managed to put a question out because Matt's the only one. It's all, he's very good at doing our questions. The question master. The question <laughs> yeah. master. So <laughs> this week we've uh, um, question time. As difficult in video gaming is a hot topic at the moment, you have one choice for every game you ever play in the future. A, you choose a difficulty level, or B, you can never change it. What do you pick and why? So, uh, Vader, do you want to take the first one? can do um sin plus at sentinel plus i always get confused when he changes his avatar because i'm so used to his little orange man that when it's different yeah. it throws me off <laughs> like who's this oh wait i know this guy <laughs> he's a good friend <laughs> um i i look at pictures before reading anyway sin plus at sentinel plus uh awesome dude i would go with it always being a choice as i get older there seems to be less time for video games so making the experience a tolerable to account for that is more of a priority yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh matt would you like to take the next one yeah uh next is uh steps vehu at steps vehu um Never change it. 
If you couldn't choose to lower the sliders, I would imagine devs would be more apt to balance their game even further to a singular level, which mean which mean things uh, wouldn't be more finely tuned. Sekiro is tough, maybe too much at times, but everything is in service to everything else, which means the systems interact on a deeper level than if you could just bump the numbers down in the menu. Art, um, items aren't just chaff and abilities you may not have bothered with otherwise now present new uh, present new possibilities so yeah that's again a uh, very valid point as well yeah i mean yes yeah, uh, you know it's yeah. i suppose it depends which side of the argument you come it's, down on. that's the thing isn't it? yeah <laughs> it all depends on what side of the <laughs> argument you come down on absolutely does uh yeah uh brian would you like to say the next one Absolutely. This is from uh, Chris Jenkins at Cloglip. Uh, I don't recognize this one. I don't recognize his name. New listener. New responder. Hello. Thank you. Hello. Thank you for listening to the, the podcast. Uh, and he says, uh, 15-year-old me says, one difficulty for all. 40-year-old me, however, says, what kind of monster would choose B? <laughs> <laughs> and that's from someone who just beat Sekiro tonight. So congratulations nice. on your on your monumental <laughs> achievement. It is, well it is truly... It is truly an achievement to, to beat that game. It is, yes. Uh, and yes, I answer. agree. What kind of monster would choose me? Yeah, it's a fantastic answer. Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> um, okay, I guess it's me, isn't it? Um, yep. Micah at Rugby Skin. I don't recognise this. But do any of you guys recognise his uh, name not, at all? Not, well, not I, 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 I recognise him on my other podcast, <laughs> oh. <laughs> on Realm and Ruin. He's oh. one of... Okay, he's one of our followers because I know he's he's um, commented on some you know some of the Warhammer stuff. So well, I, I haven't seen his name before. So welcome to the show if it's your first time, and uh, mm-hmm. thank you for writing in. And he's uh, this is Micah at Rugby Skinny. He's put choose. It's my game. I can choose the way I want to play. Yes, yes. Power to the people. Yes, he uh, sits on my side of the fence, which I like. It's a good size. It's greener over this side. We're less stressed. <laughs> I don't know. You still seem pretty stressed, Dickluff. <laughs> That's because I'm weird. I, what I should be doing is going, no, I cannot play this. Turn it off, play something else. Like a normal person, not like me. This is me. I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I'll say, uh, Charles, if you want to take the last one. Yep. Uh, this is Tom Bell at TWG Bell. B, just for the sole reason that the developers could implement the details of their game. Ha- game. Yep. Their game. Is <laughs> that <laughs> like a sexy accent again? <laughs> I'm studying again for that. Just for the sole reason that developers could implement the details of their game how they want without having to compromise anything. It means we get the intended experience, whether that be ridiculously hard or, or really easy. Mm. true again mm. it seems to be like whenever we ask this question you do tend to get two pretty much similar sort of answers one that says like i'm either crap at games or i'm getting older now so yeah make it a bit easier <laughs> for me but other guys who say no keep it as is they can they can balance the game out to make it as it should be developers artistry da, da, da. i don't think with this this whole subject i don't think there's truly a right or wrong answer i don't think no it's it all comes down to that personal preference thing at the end of the day and it's it's what we would prefer but obviously we can't enforce that because it's 
is what they want to do. But the accessibility yeah. side of things, I still agree with that, should be able to. They should add accessibility options into all games. That doesn't ha- necessarily have to be easy mode, but a range of accessibility options would be good in all games, for sure. So. Mm-hmm. That's where I lie. But for me, yeah, give me super easy mode in all games. I want an easy life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like you said, it depends which side of the fence you're coming down on. I mean, I suppose that I'm I, I'm on the, the camp of getting to choose because like, like you, I, I mean, I default everything to normal. I don't, I mm. really, the only time I ever change difficulty is I knock it down to easy if I just feel like, you know what, I can't be bothered you know, going with anything harder than that. I just wanted to sort of just breeze through it because you just want to absorb the game. Um, I don't know why hard and anything above that exists. You know, I, it's sort of one of those things where on a personal level, I've never thought, you know what, I'm going to bump this up to hard. You know, I, I I got, there's nothing in my head that makes me want to do that. Again, I know it's preference because obviously Mm. it's down to challenge, but I don't, (laughs) I suppose I don't particularly enjoy a game to be overly challenging. No, I don't like you, like you, Cliff. I suppose I, I want to just enjoy the experience. I'm not, I don't want to sweat it. I mean, it just because mm. it's this is a form of relaxing to, in my head. Whereas, you know, obviously yeah. a lot of people like the challenge. And I suppose, you know, when, you know, some people are like, oh, I only play Witcher 3 on like Death March or something. And you're thinking, why? You're I, you know, I'm struggling on normal. <laughs> <laughs> but the flip side is in my opinion the flip side is i don't mind playing something like a, a souls game or whatever if that's the default and only mm. difficulty at the same time yeah. if it's going to be hard I, in a weird way i quite i don't mind playing a game a hard game if that's the only choice you have as opposed to where you've deliberately made it hard mm. you know like, you see what i mean like i don't i would never put bump up a game to hard or super hard but if it's a hard game by default because that is the only option, then fair enough. That's what you've got to play with. Yeah. Whereas I think if I bumped a game up to hard and I'm sweating over it, it's because it's like, well, you've inflicted this on yourself. <laughs> you've chosen for this to be hard. Whereas like with Sekiro and Souls and any game like that, you think, well, I'm, I suppose you can argue because you're playing it, you've inflicted it upon yourself. But at the same time, you've not chosen for it to be hard. You've just, it is hard. <laughs> yeah. And that's just the way it is. And it's the same for everyone else. Yeah. And I think that's where I, I fall slightly towards the, the B. Like like Tom and uh, uh, Steve said, um, it's it allows for those very variations in the game game developers it's like because there will be games that are like you like you like you look at the the mario games um or the, the the nintendo games they all tend to be reasonably easy and you everyone can get through them mm. because that's how they're intended to be yeah. um and so it allows developers to focus on and on what they're doing and what they want to focus on and so I think I lean towards that. Um, and not, not, I'm not going to like every game and I understand I'm not going to, not every game's for me. Like I don't need to play every game. So I, I'm not too worried about that. But I also can see the argument where it, it, accessibility should be available as well. So it, it, I like both answers, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on the game. Like I can see where it fits in a game like Spider-Man, which is all about the the comic experience. Yeah, having an easy yeah. mode, but something like like Souls or Sekiro, I think that would diminish the the, the intent of the game enough. 
but I can understand why people want it at the same time. So, to to add insult to injury, someone did beat Sekiro with the bloody Guitar Hero guitar, didn't they? They just had <laughs> oh. to. They had to just add insult. Someone's to beaten injury. it with the bongo drums from Donkey Kong. Oh, Christ. <laughs> there are always gonna be people that are way better at video games than you so like that's just i've just accepted that yeah Yeah. and brian for for me that's just everyone everyone (laughs) maybe even my shoe might be better at games than me (laughs) but there you go I feel like you're just like counting down the days until your children are better at video games than you. Oh, absolutely. Well, <laughs> speaking of which, uh, I just recently, I obviously have to give this a mention. Um, I've got um, press passes to EGX Res in London recently, which is uh, an indie uh, an indie games convention. And obviously got press passes to go check that out and play loads of new cool games. And there was a lot of good stuff there. And it was a really great day. De- great uh few days and if you're in london or can go to these events absolutely go check them out because they're they, it's great it's awesome but there was one game called uh hamsterdam it's like a ios game you play as a hamster but it's like a it's like a boss rush mode where they basically if you could beat the boss without getting hit you've got like a really cool hamster pin badge and i got a press pass for one of my mates to come with me and i couldn't get the pin badge and he's not really a gamer and he fucking got one the pin badge. <laughs> I was just like, "Come on, man!" This it, it just insult. I was just like, "Boom!" <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, it's great, it's awesome. But yeah, it just that, that just shows how very bad it, people must have seen my streams. I'm pretty shit at video games. <laughs> <laughs> okay, see, that's it. not a bad thing though. I don't see, you know, what I mean, don't worry about it. Oh no, the thing not. is, it's all different. It's, it's different levels for different people because Ge- like some people generally it doesn't, people- yeah generally it doesn't cause an issue generally most of the time 99 percent of games have difficulty levels so i can just tweak into them but it just so happens my favorite developer doesn't have that <laughs> so it's yeah but there you go it's all good it's all good so that will bring us to the tail end of the show Gentlemen, Indeed. it's been a pleasure. Thank you very much for joining us this week. Uh, Brian, where can people find you on Tinternet? Uh, at Wade Brian R. That's more or less it. Mr. Charles Turner, where can people find you? com. Very good. Mr. Matt? You can find me on Twitter at NinjaBadger7 excellent and myself you can find me everywhere uh decrepit gaming that's decrepit with a d not a t so spell it the old way uh <laughs> yes uh it's been a great show it's been fun being back and uh, thanks for joining us you guys it's been great to have the team back it seems weird not having a jeremy on board it's still very odd that he's not here <laughs> but there you go yeah but it's good to have you back around cliff <laughs> yeah thank you very much yeah, just being one last thing, Cliff. Good, good hosting, mate. Oh, good hosting. Great job. Great job, uh, Brian. They forced me into do it. You did. You missed the entire conversation about them forcing <laughs> me into hosting when I really didn't want to. <laughs> but look what a good job he did anyway. So he's got nothing to worry about. Oh yeah, it's all good. You need some positivity training, Cliff. Yeah. <laughs> it's all that Sekiro. They get me down. Yeah, it's, like broken. <laughs> it's broken me as a man. Just broken me down. <laughs> broken my soul. 
so once again, yeah, thanks everyone for tuning in. Um, we don't often say it, but if the uh, likes and reviews on iTunes are very much appreciated because it really helps us to put us onto the front page. We had uh, five stars only. Five stars only. Yeah, don't want none of those that four, four star bullshit. No four stars. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I will hunt you down and murder you if you give us four stars. Not acceptable. Not acceptable. <laughs> but no, <laughs> no. On a, on a serious note, it would be super appreciated if you do enjoy the show. Uh, yeah, just a, a lovely review on iTunes would really help to go to supporting the show because obviously we're not patronised, we're not money, we're we're a free show, so those reviews go a long way to support the show and what we do. But uh, mm-hmm. thanks for everyone that listens to us and writes in. We appreciate you massively, and we will talk to you next time. Adios. Good night. Bye. Shadow of the war, see the smoke in the air. A soldier running through the trees, he's visibly scared. Moving towards the screams and the onslaught of battle. Seeing fellow soldiers struck down, you can tell he's rattled. A comrade's neck slit, that's it, he's done for. Now he's next, but an arrow evens the score. The unfathomable feeling of surviving that encounter. But all he hears are the screams, and they're getting louder. The general's weapons clash with a clang of thunder. The audible rage is enough to make the bravest soldiers shudder. The blood drips thick, red and sticky in their eyes. Envision the victory, see the enemy's coming demise. Strike with the strength of a whirlwind demon. Stabbed in the foot, hear the great general Stephen. Deflected spear, raise the sharp blade to the side. Sword in his neck, General Tamura has died. And from a short distance, the cub watches eagerly, washed in the blood of the battle's brutal scenery just to survive he pillages the bodies of the fallen he's an orphan with no voice of parents that are calling the aftermath brings out the wings of an owl he then runs the blade across the poor face of the child astray with nothing to lose he will choose the blade and the owl will become his father on that day a life dedicated to the ways of the shinobi high and clad colder grips the stony heart coldly the wolf is now Tasked with protecting the life of his master His well-being to be guarded in peacetime or disaster From firefall or should the water rise The wolf will give it all to keep the young lord alive Keep his focus even if blinded by the light of lies And sacrifice his own life even if he has to die twice Shinobi